Awesome. So yeah, let's just get started with some um, intros. Maybe uh, Philippe gonna go first. Yep. Um, yep. I'm Phil. I um, I'm one of the co-founders of Fractal. I'm a CEO. I graduated from Harvard in 2020 in May. Uh, I studied in computer science and neuroscience. Started working on Fractal in the fall of 2019. So at the beginning of my senior year, really, um, with my friend Ming. Um, we did not think. The journey would be as crazy as it's been really when we started um but it's been it's been quite the time um at fractal i do i mean maybe jonathan can speak even more to to, to what i do than i can but uh, i just do a bit of everything really to to move the company along um and this is just about yeah <laughs> um yeah i'm originally from quebec city what else do you want to know i play badminton I'm into skydiving. I want to get my skydiving license. Um, that's about it. So uh, maybe we should start by, you know, actually learning more about what Fractal is. Sure. Do you want to do that or do you want Jonathan to do an intro first? I'll just do um, a real fast intro. Um, yes, yeah, so everyone. Uh, I'm Jonathan. I'm a junior at the University of Illinois right now. Um, so I'm taking a semester off doing a co-op here at Fractal. Uh, my recruiting path, I'm sure we'll talk about that, but Fractal was one of the coolest companies I saw. Um, I feel like I was just screened for, do I think this is new? Do I think this is interesting? Fractal met both of those criteria pretty much right off the bat. Um, and so I'm really excited to talk about it and, and my experience so far. Cool. Um, okay, yeah, let me talk a little bit more about Fractal. Um, so, so what Fractal does is um, we supercharge people's application by streaming them from the cloud. And that is very jargony, but the gist of it is um, today there's a lot of applications that you know take a lot of power from your machine, right? Like browsers take up a lot of RAM, creative apps will require powerful graphics cards to run, so on and so forth. Um, and you know to like go further down the path of the creative apps, like a lot of the people we talked to when we started Fractal were like animators, you know, at Apple, animators at Disney, and what they would tell us is they would spend their days working at like five six thousand dollar desktop workstation with the office and as soon as COVID hit and they needed to work from home they weren't able to right because they can't carry that around like you can carry a macbook air and we just thought that made no sense and by running those apps remotely on powerful remote servers and data centers and streaming the compute over to to users you can suddenly enable them to run all this heavy processing or those heavy apps on any device and so that's what we do um, and we focus on creative, creative and productivity apps, um, and then people pay a subscription fee for for access to a service like this. So I guess my first, I have lots of questions, but my first question is like, what is like the like inspiration? What was like the you know seed for this idea for you? So, so there were kind of two. Um, like when I started thinking about the space, I started thinking about the space when I was working on Microsoft at Azure, their cloud computing business in my, my junior summer. Um, and, you know, I was spending my days like telling enterprises that I, I was a, a PM there and I was spending my days telling enterprise customers that they should move over to the cloud because it has all those benefits. And at the same time, I was thinking, you know, like, why wouldn't, you know, consumers or prosumers also have those benefits. But at the same time, so that, that was one part of it. But the other one was um, just thinking of where, like, where the space is going. So when I was a kid, my dad bought this like big, you know, like big, like beige case computer that had 512 megabytes of RAM and like, you know, no graphics card. 
and he like you know he walked in our house with that and told me this was the best computer you could buy in the market and like why would anyone ever need a computer better than that right obviously it was so wrong because the way people build software is they take the hardware as sort of like boundaries right or constraints and then they maximize how much their software can do within the limits of that hardware but if you take the boundaries we have today you move that in the data centers then you expand the scope of what you know developers can do and now software can be so much more without being restricted to needing to fit into a tiny you know laptop case so that was the other part of it on the one end, i was like some people have problems today but on the other end like imagine how much more exciting things could be if you remove the constraints that people have today and that kind of crystallized into the beginning of fractal and we started working on it yeah i'm actually I'm, i started using shadow which you might have seen from gaming and it's like yeah. saved me so much hassle and i have a mac and most games don't run back so i have to get a pc uh, but really big fan of uh, i think what can happen in that space um let, let's talk about like the you know technical challenges here is like um you know coming from like undergrad uh, I, i can only imagine the kind of technical challenges involved in building something like this so how did you kind of think about that or start tackling those um no jordan can chime in here but we've really Actually, let me say this, and then and then let, let's see what Jotun thinks. But the I don't think we would have gone through with Fractal if we'd realized how hard it was to build in the first place. Like there was definitely a little bit of naiveness of being like, oh, we can definitely build that, and we sort of just took the challenges, you know, as they came one by one. And if you scope it well enough, and you just really work hard on it with the right mindset and the willingness to learn, I think you can do so much more than you would think normally. Jonathan, what do you think? How, how do we do it? Yeah, this is something I've been thinking about. Um, so I was talking to, to some friends, they were just like, oh, so it's just a bunch of, you know, college-age kids kind of just working <laughs> at it, um, at a pretty pretty tough, currently, you know, unsolved problem. Uh, I didn't think too much of it. Um, I was like, you know, it's just a technical challenge, just like any other, how hard could it be? Very naive thought. Uh, but that was, that was me going in. And uh, one reason I actually came to Fractal was because I wanted that, you know, when you work at a larger company, your project is mostly scoped out. um especially as an intern and your job is just to implement you know piece by piece and you sort of know what you have to do. Um a lot of the work comes with like understanding the existing system as opposed to creating something new from scratch. That was not true at Fractal, right? Fractals is sort of right in its in, in, in its infancy and so part of your job is to figure out all those unknowns, scope it yourself and solve it. Um so I think after having worked there for about what two and a half months now, um the biggest things that come to mind is one like a really good team. Um I, like you know I feel like I have conversations with team members on the back end pretty much every day about some problem. Um and we sort of got this philosophy of like are you have a problem bring it up with the team let's talk about it let's figure it out. Um and so just early early discussions and conversations leads to just a lot of time saved. Um that's that's one big sort of processing that we've been doing. Another thing is I think everyone, you know, people say oh it's it's just a bunch of like you know 20 to 22 year olds how much do they really know? but that brings a lot of optimism with it like if you see a problem it's like i think i can solve this um i've seen you know a few things like this or i know some basic ideas and you know i'm just going to keep working until i figure it out it has a lot of i think passion and drive behind it just because of the the inexperience which i think helps so the, the next question is from philip that is like you know as thinking about hiring um you know some this is the, the main job of ceo is to like hire and sell right so as you think about hiring like 
uh, what kind of prompted you to you know put trust in hiring like relatively inexperienced people as opposed to going out and trying to hire like you know senior engineers with like multiple years of experience um, to to help build this video yeah i think the number one thing so this is very much an evolving um thesis and you know i've never done this before but it's been working out quite well like you know having people like jotin working with us is a privilege every day but really with the way we've been going at it is one bringing people that are eager to learn and you would think like most people you know in our circles like in you know good colleges interested in the startup space are eager to learn but it's not true uh, there's some people that are particularly eager to learn and challenge themselves those people you know the type of people that if i say this is going to be really hard there's some people that get scared and then some people that get excited they're like okay it's going to be really hard but like i'm going to prove to you that i can do it and it's not even that hard anyway right those are the type of people we've been going after so that's one part and the other part is people that are just um as jordan was saying i kind of dreamers a little bit right they're like oh like imagine what this could be you know and then you know you know mix that with some smart people that have had some experience you know worked on some projects or a little bit self starter and then you have a killer team like people that get really excited about what we're doing are self motivated and they don't really need to be told what to do to know what to do that that's really how we've been doing it so far that makes sense i think that's something i also realized like the the best people are those that like you give them a tough problem like you can't solve it yourself but somehow they don't even know how to solve it but somehow they'll just stick at it and you know two weeks later it's like done and you're like what and even they themselves don't know how they, they came about they just kind of you know kept at it yeah exactly um, that's definitely something i have also kind of uh, learned um about um so, so now let's kind of talk about like you know you guys have had like you know internship programs for a while now so um what kind of drives you to i guess like hire interns what does that program really look like how it has maybe changed you know since being transitioning from like you know in person um to remote and obviously judging feel free to chime in here as well um yeah i can i can start the first half of this i think so 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 we never transition from like on in person to remote we've always been fully remote uh-huh. um so that's one so we were born remote and we'll always be pretty much remote um how the internship is and you know how we do with interns and high students the reason fractal exists today is because there were some old people that were like i believe in the kids right i believe they can make something and that's kind of the approach we have as well right there's like a, you know you don't need to be super old and experienced if you're really willing to work hard at learning so there's so many students that fit this criteria and especially you know when a lot of people were looking to take time off from school it just made sense right but we'll always keep this in mind of like believing in young people that's how you know the best things always get created cuz young people have this eagerness to go um as far as like the internship program Jonathan maybe do you want to talk about your experience and i can like round it up yeah absolutely so actually i remember our first day slack was down but just stuff was down so we made a google hangouts and just got started um and i already <laughs> sort of saw like a sort of the vibe of the place more casual um i could already sort of just talk to the people you know like what i would almost with my friends um which i immediately liked um a small team of people that like you can you can talk to you know it's very casual that was day one i saw that um and the build up was very much like okay we already have a problem a, a lot of onboarding projects 
are there's some minor issue maybe a refactor maybe just like some, some logging whatever add it in there and you sort of see the code as you go right um this one was more like we actually have a problem that needs to be fixed by the time we launch so uh go fix it um no it's a lower rank problem obviously uh but it's still it's still a problem um and so i think from the first week pretty much every intern was picking up a project that was directly relevant was a problem that wasn't solved like people didn't know how to fix it um or it wasn't it wasn't close to implement it it was like we actually need this and it's it's critically important um at some point in time and right from week one it was like uh okay we hired you we think you're a go-getter now go get right go do stuff um go solve problems and so from the first week the standard was set of like you see a problem go fix it you see something you want go make it um and that's how it's been really the entire time on on um in the room we have Janie who's also an internet fractal do you want to add her to the conversation oh yeah absolutely thanks for inviting her Janie I'm sorry to put you on the spot here you go <laughs> it's all good I'm right here do you want to also talk about your experience I mean I think Jonathan's put it pretty well already at this point I think there's a lot of like one of the things I really love joining as an intern is that I get to hop in and immediately you feel the pressure of being an intern at somewhere like Factual but it also means that you have the excitement of being an intern at somewhere like Factual and you really do have an impact when you work on things because as as Justin said not the solutions aren't already spec'd out for you they haven't already decided ah yes this is going to how this is going to be how you implement and finish your project you have the freedom and you have the i guess leeway to think about how you want to do things and it does depend on you And then do you guys actually use I guess to the whole team do you actually use Fractal like outside of work to you know whatever you use Figma or your Chrome or what have you Yeah I mean we do dog fooding just like just like every other company um you know some of some of us use it more than others because there's still some features you know or some part of it that need you know that are in the works um that will enable more and more people on the team to use it but but yes Yeah, I remember I just went on vacation a few days ago um and I pulled out the Fractal Chrome and I was like uh, we we're playing this this game together uh, my family and I. And I showed them like the gigabit per second internet speed and then just I like, played the game with them but with the Fractal browser. It was like I have two browsers. You know, you guys all have one, but I, I have two. <laughs> uh, it was pretty cool. Uh, I think that's another advantage of a a very customer facing product that, you know, a lot of us can can relate to. Yeah, that sounds. And so is the product out like where is the product like what state is the product in right now? So the product today is um still in closed beta. Um although we are onboarding more people, so if you want to try it out, you can drop me you can drop me a note and um the list is pretty long, the list of people trying to I've been on the wait list for years. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. Okay, you know what? I'll I'll bump you up. I'll 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 pay particular attention to you as we onboard more people this month. Um But yeah, it's been in closed beta. Things are going to accelerate pretty heavily over the next few months. Um, so stay tuned. Awesome. That's uh, that's great to hear. And then you know, as you kind of ramp up for like the next class of interns, like what all kind of positions are you hiring for and what what is like the, you know, like what kind of attributes or qualities will will make a candidate really stand out to you? Um yeah, so So we're still hiring mostly for engineering. Um I would say that so we have really three different uh engineering internships. Um we have a like full stack 
uh, engineering internship. This is what Janie is actually doing. Um, so working, you know, mostly on the front end with some back end. Although um, now Janie's been doing so much more than that. So I don't want to. I don't want to box her into that role. Um, and we have a web backend internship. So our, our backend infrastructure is, um, this is um, and then we have a systems internship, right? So one of the particularities of Fractal compared to a lot of other startups is we do a lot of very low level uh, programming. Um, so, you know, things like C and Go and so on, um, working, you know, deep down with the operating system, um, which is also an internship we have open. In terms of qualities, I would say the number one quality that makes people do very well at Fractal is um, resourcefulness. And Jonathan and Janie both are very much those type of people, right? That have like this eagerness to learn and go and like try to figure things out on their own. Um, we have this culture document that says like accountability and autonomy. So when you join Fractal, you're basically your own boss to an extent, right? Like you get to decide what you work on and you get to work at the hours you want to work on. We have flexible work hours and so on and so forth. Um, and what we ask for in exchange is that people are very accountable and self-reliant, right? If you need like a manager to look over you all the time, Fractal is not the best place for that. But if you're someone that likes to have a lot of liberty and thrives on their liberty and freedom to go and, you know, go at your rhythm, go at your own pace, then Fractal works really well, I think. What do you guys think? Yeah, I cannot agree with that more. Um, I love the autonomy. Uh, another thing I was looking for in a startup, that's actually sort of why I was looking for them in the first place. I wanted to try it out. You know, I hadn't really worked for a startup yet. Two, I had some notion that, like, I'd get more, you know, more ownership over my project, my project would be more impactful. But the third one was autonomy. You know, um, I just really wanted to sort of steer my own course um, and, and have ownership over what I do. Uh, you see that a lot at, at uh, startups and you definitely see that at Fractal. Um, it's one of the things I like the most about it, probably. Yep, I'm going to agree here. I think definitely the autonomy and being able to work on your own stuff. And I think with such a small team, expecting that someone's going to be looking over your shoulder all of the time and making sure that you're doing your work is definitely not reasonable and also kind of I don't want to say stunts your growth, but also in, in this kind of an environment, having the freedom and ability to work on things that you want to work on and then also learn as an extension of that is really important. And I think one of my favorite parts about it. Awesome. And then if there's like, um, you know, is there some kind of one experience that like comes to mind that you, know, you mentioned a culture doc, right? Like that is really, you know, something that's very unique to, to fractal. Um, that you know you would like to share with people. I mean, good question. Good question. I feel like there's a couple of things that are pretty unique about the way we work. Um, I'd be curious to hear what Jonathan and Jamie thinks as well. There, one thing we do um, is we do stand up in the afternoon, which is pretty and uh, I would say unheard of, but definitely uncommon. Um, the reason we did that is because. We used to do stand-ups in the morning, and then half of our people would sleep through a 10 a.m. stand-up. <laughs> and we were like, why is that happening, right? Do we want to just, like, you know, bash onto people's heads to tell them they have to be there because stand-up is important? And we decided, you know what? Like, the reason they were not making stand-up is because they were working late through the night. And so if you want to work late through the night and that's how you're productive, 
then who am I to tell you that 9 to 5 is the time you should be working? So we decided to move the stand-up to 1.30 p.m. Eastern. So what this means is if you want to work 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., then you make stand-up. And if you want to work from 9 p.m. to 5 a.m., then you go to bed at 5.30, sleep 8 hours, wake up at 1.30, and then you make stand-up. That's one thing. Um, yeah, yeah, what else? Uh, so one thing I've noticed, um, which I like a lot, is as, as, as companies grow, it's, it's much more difficult for interns and really, like, you know, people that just got hired to really voice their opinions um, because, you know, there's a structure, there's an organization that you'd have to sort of uh, fall into. Um, but at Fractal, I think people are very comfortable sharing, you know, objections, thoughts that they have, different design decisions, different marketing strategies, whatever it might be. Um, I think really every single day I see examples of this where people say something that is generally an unpopular opinion. Um, and it's taken at face value um, and, and discussed. Uh, and sometimes, you know, we change course. Um, there's a lot of openness, like people who have no idea what is going on in a certain channel or a certain part of the company just ask, like, what does this do? And then people will actually, like, respond um, and go out of their way to, to help explain it. Uh, and, um, discussions will drag on. But I think at the end of the day, uh, I, I really like that culture. Yeah, I can also hop in here. I think that's definitely one of the biggest things. It's like, even as an intern, your opinion does matter. And in general, just your thoughts and opinions are always appreciated as like more of a you know, broader perspective on exactly the issues we're working on. I think also to add on to that, I think people are very understanding as well. I think in some cases, in I, in some companies there's like a culture of oh i'd rather not tell people about how i'm struggling with something or because i'm afraid people will think that i'm not doing a good job or that um there's just some amount of pressure there and i think fractal does a really good job of not implementing that pressure people are always encouraged to tell people about hey i'm just struggling with this and that's okay and people are always very lenient about it and we move forward we work hard um and i think i really appreciate that Wait, and I forgot. We have a very unique role at Fractal, which which Janny is currently uh, holding. Indeed, I can I can talk about more of that. Um, I am currently named Emojis are a Fractal, which means that whenever people want, whenever people would like a new emoji, I provide the new emoji. <laughs> um, we've had quite a couple amazing additions so far. Our select emoji game is just it's just to the roof, thanks to Janie. So do you like make them or do you find them or? Uh, we make them based on what is necessary. Um, so if there's something that happens in terms, like I think what's been added, I've added the, uh, have you seen the party parrot emoji? Absolutely. Absolutely. So there's a better, actually, there's a better version of that, which is a blob, like there's a blob rainbow. Um, and then there's also a, yeah, there's a cat, um, is one that's the party parrot but it's a cat it's a lot cuter than parrot <laughs> yeah interesting maybe we should do one of those like slack connect things to get access to your, uh, um, yes slack emojis um, something to keep in mind yeah we could do that we could have an open channel for for anyone to just see our emoji game definitely but that, that's a girl tack you know right there <laughs> <laughs> yeah you got it um, awesome. and like, what's the... product. It's a great marketing one. Yeah, you can be like, come for the emojis, stay for the ex ultra fast Chrome. 
You know, yep. Do you know what your viewing distance from Mojiang can be streamed? Fun fact. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, and then, uh, what's the best way to apply? Is there a um, link, or should people just like email you? So we have a job board on uh-huh. on Notion. So if you go if you go to our Twitter, you go to our LinkedIn, you can see like the recent post and and click to apply. Um, you can also just email us careers at fractal.co with your resume and the job, you know, and the semester you're interested in joining us, whether it's summer, fall, spring, whatever. Um, and then we'll get back to you. Pretty simple. That sounds great. Um, awesome. Thanks so much for, for joining everyone, especially uh, Jenny, who I didn't know was coming, but glad you joined us. Um, and yeah, we'd love to, you know, keep you guys in the loop. Obviously love the company. We'd love to have you again in the summer when our community kind of grows a little bit bigger to talk live to more people and yeah hopefully we can drive a ton of great candidates your way yeah that sounds great we'll be there awesome thanks thanks so much everyone have a good day see you later take care bye